Hey everyone, this is Mary DeMuth and this is Pray Every Day where I pray you through the Bible verse by verse. I feel hearkened that someone out there is having digestive digestive issues, try to say that. Um, so I'm gonna pray for that right now. Jesus, I pray for my friend who's having digestive issues and I pray that you would heal them, um, help them to understand what's going on, help the doctors to understand what's going on. I pray for the right kind of medicine, the right kind of diagnosis, but of course I pray right now within the hearing of my voice that you would bring supernatural healing that cannot be explained because you are capable of doing that. We trust you now in Jesus' name, amen. All right, today I'm reading from Judges chapter 1, verses 27 through 36. That will uh, finish out chapter 1. And this is what it says in the World English Bible. Manasseh didn't drive out the inhabitants of Beth Sheen and its towns, nor Tanakh and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Dor and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Iblium and its towns, nor the inhabitants of Megiddo and its towns. But the Canaanites would dwell in that land. When Israel had grown strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor and didn't utterly drive them out. Ephraim didn't drive out the Canaanites who lived in Gezer, but the Canaanites lived in Gezer among them. Zebulun didn't drive out the inhabitants of Kitron, nor the inhabitants of Nahalol, but the Canaanites lived among them and became subject to forced labor. Asher didn't drive out the inhabitants of Akko, nor the inhabitants of Sidon, nor of Ahlab, or, nor of Akzib, nor of Helba, nor of Aphik, nor of Rehob. But the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they didn't drive them out. Naphtali didn't drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, nor the inhabitants of Beth Anath, but he lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath became subject to forced labor. The Amorites forced the children of Dan into the hill country, for they would not allow them to come down to the valley. But the Amorites would dwell in Mount Harris in Ajalon and in Shalbim. Yet the hand of the house of Joseph prevailed, so that they became subject to forced labor. The border of the Amorites was from the ascent of Akrabim, from the rock and upward." Mind if I pray for you? Lord, this passage is hard for me to read, not just because the names are weird, but because it's a constant reframe of what the Israelites did not do. Um, through Moses and through Joshua and through Caleb, you warned them that they needed to not um, befriend, intermarry with those who were um, worshiping other gods. And yet here we see constantly that they are enmeshed in it, so much so that later we see that they become idolaters as well, worshiping the same gods as the people that they tried to conquer. And Lord, that led eventually to apostasy, and then it led to um, having them shipped off to Babylon and kind of the deconstruction of the nation of Israel in exile. But Lord, the good news is, is that they did come back from exile and this, this story of the Red Sea and idolatry and exile and return from exile is also a really beautiful picture of the, the prodigal son story. And so Lord, help us to superimpose that story on top of it because it's very, very close. <laughs> and uh, when you think about it that way, it's a really fascinating way to read about this, the story of Israel as a prodigal son. So Lord, thanks for that insight. Thank you for always being the father who stands on tiptoes waiting for the son to return. 
And Lord, if there is anyone out there in our lives, or maybe it's even us that have strayed from you, help us to have that picture, help them to have that picture that that they would want to return to you because you are the God whose arms are outstretched, welcoming, welcoming us back into your, into your fold, into your arm, into your families. So Lord, um, bring the prodigals back, bring them back to you, but help them not to be so afraid of the reaction that they're not willing to. I pray that you bring them through that humiliation. You bring them through just like you did with the prodigal son where he said, I am unfit. I'm, I'll just become your hired servant. I am unworthy. Um, and yet this beautiful demonstration of welcoming, Lord. And help us to be that way too. If there are prodigals in our lives, if they come back, help us not to scorn them, but to welcome them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Pray Every Day. So grateful for you and thank you, thankful that you listened to this podcast. Give yourself a pat on the back for loving the scriptures and loving prayer so much.